Welcome to the Lemon Spark Podcast, where we share stories about lemons that spark a new direction in life. I'm your host, Barbara Zabala. Well, welcome Rita Rushdi to the Lemon Spark Podcast. I'm thrilled to have you on the podcast for Lemon Spark. And it sounds like we're in for a real treat with your story, everyone. I'd like you to meet Rita. She is a manifestation coach. And I did have to ask her to explain what that means. Mm -hmm. And she says that her work is to help women manifest their dream life in 90 days or less. And that could be really anything could be career related. It could be travel related. uh, It could be financial related, whatever your dream life consists of. Rita is a coach to help you get there in 90 days or less. So I'm very intrigued to say the least. And she's based in Mexico, which is a recent change. I admire anyone who can pick up and go somewhere new like Rita did just a few months ago from the UK to Mexico. And uh, I'll be interested to hear how maybe that plays into her whole Lemon Spark story arc. But without further ado, let Rita take it from here. Rita, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. The purpose of this podcast, as a reminder to all of our listeners, is to find stories of uh, lemons that you know people have experienced in their life could be anything from you know family matters to career matters anything that really came unexpectedly and viewed really as a tragic occurrence um, accidents illness job loss financial distress all those things can hit us out of left field sometimes and we just have no idea how to deal with it. And when we're in the midst of experiencing those really harsh lemons, it's one of the things that we feel like is hopeless, that this is the end, you know, this is how my life is going to end. And it's refreshing and necessary, I think, to hear from other people who have had lemons in their life and not only survived, but thrived in a way from those lemons and can now look back in hindsight thinking, well, that actually is awful as it was. And I wouldn't wish it on anyone. To be honest, if it hadn't happened, I wouldn't be where I am today. So in that way, I'm grateful. So that's kind of where I would like you to take us on your lemon spark journey. Um, what what would you say it was a lemon that hurt happened to you that was life-changing? Honestly, for me, it was never such um, one tragic experience. It was consecutive, small experiences that together have formed a belief. They have formed a decision because it's it's not what happens to us; it's how we perceive it, and it's how we then, you know, um, hold on to who hold on to that belief that we've created as a result. So um, yeah, so it it wasn't so much as a one tragic thing. I mean, I believe it was uh, it was you know certain words that my parents have used or you know um punishments the way that I was punished um but if you didn't if you didn't know this I'm from actually from Egypt um originally so the culture is completely different to how I have come to you know grow to know the UK culture it's completely different 
you know. So the punishment back in the UK was much harsher, if you will. The timeout step, you know, the timeout. Oh, yes, when hey, you yeah. timeout for being yeah, naughty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, well, mine was a little bit different and it included, I mean, sometimes it included, um, you know, physical, but, you know, my parents have done the best that they could, they can at the time, but I do believe that it's it's passed down, you know, so whatever they were struggling with when they were kids, you know, they've, they've grown to know that's how you do things, you know, that's how you, um, you know, discipline a child, that's how you make them, aim higher that's how you make them work harder and be better right because that's that was my the general goal that my parents had you know to make me the person who I am today and they have succeeded in that but at the same time they've created beliefs and decisions that I've made as a result that made me feel unworthy that made me um no matter how much I've, I've achieved in my life, it was still never enough. So I worked even harder. So I made even more effort and more, uh, you know, yeah, more effort and more energy into everything. Whereas now it feels a lot more in flow because I don't have to work so much to prove how worthy I am. I'm already worthy. And that is a magnetic state to be in to the clients to the money to to everything that you're working towards um, in your life and in your business so how did you get to that point to the point where you felt unworthy to now where you feel I guess worthy what prompted you to make the the switch in in your mind well I've you know I've been in personal development as a I guess as a consumer, not as a coach for the past decade, you know, I've had a business for the past decade. I've always been in uh, manifestation and, and law of attraction and, you know, believing that, you know, thinking positive will bring more positive things into your life. And that is, that is absolutely true. However, when you think positively, there's still underlying beliefs that continue to attract more things into your life. So the the beliefs are much more powerful in attraction uh, than the positive thoughts. So when I was working hard and, and, you know, I was thinking, I was thinking positive and I was doing my affirmations and visualizations and everything, but I was still like burnt out. I was struggling to attract what I wanted in my life. I had the, um, and that's, that's the point where the pandemic hit. And I had to switch up my businesses into online space. So it's pandemic proof. And I, as a result, was guided into a deep healing process that I now then take my clients through and allow them to achieve the same results. So I've hired my first, co- my first coach at the time, and she helped me work on the subconscious beliefs that were created as a result of the, you know, the, the trauma that I've had as a child. So by working through them and also almost completely changing the belief and imprinting a new belief in its place, that's how I've become worthy as I am today. I'm not worthy because of the work that I do. I'm not worthy because of the money that I have. I'm just worthy as I am and everything else is extra. Everything else is attracted to me because I'm I'm vibrating at the level of the financial abundance of the love of all of the things that I want in my life. So your coach helped you address these subconscious beliefs. Is that what I'm hearing that they helped you work through these beliefs of unworthiness and help 
you um, basically that they identified that your childhood trauma is the root cause and got you to, I guess, dispose of those beliefs and replace them with the new ones that you now have. Yeah, absolutely. And there were different methods. Now I have um, nailed down my method that supports my clients to do the exact same thing, but it's slightly different than what they've, um, what, what I've, what I've gone through at the beginning of my coaching process. But yeah, it was down, you know, to answer your question, what did I do? It was down to the subconscious beliefs and the, you know, healing the trauma at the root cause rather mm-hmm. than kind of putting a, an affirmation stick like uh, on top. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you said that was really driven by the pandemic that the pandemic almost forced you to, well, to go online, first of all, and then is that what prompted you to engage with a coach? Yeah, absolutely. Because I began coaching myself. I began my own coaching practice and I've noticed how, and I don't know if anyone is listening to this um, episode and is thinking, well, I've got a business, but I've never had the, the issue to, you know, I've never had the guidance to dive into my own healing. And that might be because I feel like coaching is slightly different is because um, I don't know, I don't know why, but I do believe that the coaching space as a coach, there's a, there's a lot of mirrors that it it reflects back at you as to what, what needs to be healed within. So um, as a coach, because I've had my business for the past, you know, I've had businesses in the past and I've never really been guided towards this. Um, But as soon as I decided to become a coach myself, I noticed all of those things and I wouldn't have been able to take the clients, my clients so far as deep as I've gone and help them achieve all of the things that they've achieved in life. If I hadn't gone through my own healing process. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was the pandemic. It was the, the, the need to shift my business into a coaching space where it's pandemic proof that has, you know, guided me into a space of healing myself. Yeah. So the pandemic in a way was another lemon that, a lot of us, all of us around the globe experienced. And as dismal as it seemed, you know, at the time, it really did, at least for you, give you another opportunity to look at your life and make a shift that sounds like it's really paying off for you in a lot of ways. I mean, absolutely. And I do believe that if we are conscious about everything that happens in life, it's it's actually the the challenges that are guiding us towards the requested manifestation that we're asking for. So if we've if we've asked for a million pound, right? If we want a million pound, we want to manifest a million pound business. The business that you have right now might not be the the business that achieves it, but you might get an idea. So the it might feel traumatic, for example, to have to leave the businesses that you have behind. I mean, that's what I've done, right? And it was traumatic for me to, to have to like shut down my business and no longer be operational in it. But at the same time, it wasn't the business that was going to deliver my manifestation. So whatever challenge you're going through right now, I urge you to think and see it as an opportunity to grow, an opportunity to redirect into the right path maybe um, or pivot into something that's very uh, maybe similar or something that is going to direct you to what you've asked for. Um, because 
I mean, for example, I was supposed to, you know, travel to Canada um, last week and it just didn't, it didn't flow. But then when I surrendered and I let it go, I saw why um, I should be here for a little bit longer. There's, there is, I'm not done here. There are things for me that will allow me to expand and grow as a person and as a, as a business in the location I'm at, which is in Tulum. So there are things, you know, I, I was really upset because I was so set on going to see my family and, it, but it just didn't, it didn't happen. And so mm-hmm. I was really upset, but there's a, there's a, uh, a blessing in disguise. Yeah. And that really is an art form almost to try to recognize when to surrender and not feel like you're giving up and when to, you know, stick to your guns and barrel through something be- against all odds. I mean, I don't know how you would teach your clients how to discern the difference, you know, because sometimes when you give up on something that you have your mindset on, like you going to Canada, Canada, you might look at it as, well, I guess I didn't have a, a clue or I wasn't determined enough. Um, or ambitious enough or whatever, as opposed to surrendering to, well, maybe this wasn't the right thing and without feeling like, you know, you were weak in your decision-making. Does that make sense? I, I don't know how you can navigate those very differing feelings. And that's a very good question. And I'm learning more and more on how I can differentiate within myself, the, the feeling of, um, okay, I need to surrender here. And the other feeling of, no, I need to be determined and I need to make the decision that I'm going to receive this no matter what. And I feel like the, the, the underlying, the, the through thought needs to be, this is going to happen event. Like it's inevitable for me to have success in that, in that goal. If it was meant for me this month, great. If it was meant for me next month, it doesn't matter how long it's going to take me, I'm going to do it. And there's still determination within that. You're not giving up. You're just surrendering to the resistance that you're going through right this minute. Yeah. And, you know, so there is there is a fine line. And it, it does it does come down to how you feel within. If you are making the decision to surrender out of love and trust and belief or are you making the decision to um to surrender as a oh well i give up i'm not worthy of this i'm you know it depends on the yeah the 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 mindset yeah that makes sense so you really have to do some inner work when you're faced with a decision you're at a decision point it's like okay it looks like if i'm gonna make this happen i'm gonna have to go through a lot of hoops that I wasn't anticipating. Am I prepared to go through those hoops? And if not, am I, am I making that decision because I feel like I can't do it? Mm. I'm not worthy. Or is it because um, it's just not the right time and I'm not giving up. I'm just, um, there, although the circumstances are pointing me in a different direction at the moment, but it's maybe it's because I have to do experience something else that I wouldn't be if I was just so laser focused on jumping through those hoops at this time. You know, I guess that's the, what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if I was to share a bit more of what was going on with that within me um, in that decision process as well, I felt 
like I was, it's all, it was almost running. I was running away from what I came to Tulum to do. So I had all of those goals internally, like you know, personal development and business, everything. And I was like, okay, what's the next thing? I can't, I, I want to move on to the next thing. I wasn't allowing myself the time to sit with it and do the work that I set, my, I set out to do in this place. So as a result, I was almost forced to stay here. But as soon as I surrendered, I saw the signs because my mindset was so locked on Canada but as soon as I surrendered that vision and I was like, do you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to get there when I get there. This like, it's okay. Allow it. Release, release it. Um, I started seeing the signs, the synchronicities, all of the things that are coming into my path that I have asked for. It, and it wouldn't have come in if I was in Canada. It wouldn't have. I just needed to stay a little bit longer for them to uh, arrive. Okay. Well, that's that's really useful, and I think that um, for anyone who's kind of struggling with what to do next, it sounds like you know through your coaching, you're able to help people kind of sort through those different feelings, different options, and figure out what is best for them in this moment, and and really to kind of let their intuition guide them. Sounds like that's what you really specialize in through your manifestation coaching. So that's really wonderful. And how would people, if they're interested in maybe working with you or learning more, how can they learn more? Well, I hang out mostly on Instagram, so you can find so much value on my page there. It's, I'm sure I'm going to give you the link, but it's yep. abundance underscore on underscore demand. And um, yeah, you can also find me on LinkedIn, although my Instagram is my, my, my home, if you will, on social media. And I've got a website as well. I've uh, slightly given my whole business facelift, if you will. So new website, new operational systems, new everything. But so it's very exciting. Yeah. The website is abundanceondemand.co.uk. Yeah. And the Instagram is abundance underscore on underscore demand. That's and I will put these links in the description for the podcast. So for those of you listening, feel free to click and learn more about Rita Rushdie and her manifestation coaching business. Get inspired some more with how she has become an incredible manifestation coach who has a lot to share and teach us. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for having me. I look forward to hearing from some, some, some of you who are listening. Thank you so much, Rita. Thank you for listening to the Lemon Spark Podcast. If you have a Lemon Spark story to share or know someone who does, please message us on Facebook and be sure to like our page. And remember, it's not the lemon that defines you, it's the spark.